Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. All right, we're going once again here on the Growing in Grace podcast. Uh, so glad you're along with us. I'm the Cap, Mike Kapler. Joel Breeze, a key. I call him the Breeze Man. He's right over there. A couple of old radio names we used to use back in the day. And now in our, in our 16th year of doing uh, the Growing in Grace podcast. So we've been at this for a while. You'll find all of the past archived programs at growingingrace.org. And we've been talking about tithing, uh, more recently about giving, uh, a little bit last week about sowing and reaping. Um, and we want to continue on some of this theme here uh, about giving and, and uh, receiving and um, some of the things that we may have misunderstood based on some teaching that was out of context. So we'll be doing that. How are you doing this week, Joel? Hey, doing great. And yeah, it's, it's really th- uh, a wonderful thing that um, we're, I think I think it's a great thing that we're doing this because we you know we like to emphasize we are not against giving. Um, we're all for giving, so we don't want anyone to come away from this series on tithing and giving uh, with the impression that well Joel and Mike, Cap and the Breeze Man they are against giving. You know they they say you shouldn't even give. No, you know we're not saying anything <laughs> anything close to that. We're for giving we're for generous giving where you know you can um, give in many different ways as we said in the past weeks there are so many ways money and other ways besides financial giving that you can give you know giving is a great thing from your heart you can support the work of other people the needs of other people um, all kinds of ways there's all kinds of things that you can uh, do to give of yourself, so we're all for that. Uh, it's just that we see these um, various verses in the Bible that are really taken out of context and taught as doctrine in the church, and so we've been taking some time during the last few weeks to address some of these and to talk about what we believe, you know, real New Covenant grace giving is. And so one of these things, um, <laughs> there's a verse that I often hear when it, when a pastor, I always have in mind that there's a pastor and I mean I had I heard a pastor one time saying we only teach on giving eight times a year <laughs> and that's that's actually a big percentage of sermons if you take if you have 52 weeks in a year and you're taking eight of those to preach on giving anyway um, but you've the pastor has to come up with all of these it's, it's, it's more than 10 percent that's yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, they have to come up with all these things on, you know, all these verses that I can teach the people on on how to give. And here and one of them is and so and a lot of them are taken out of context as we've been sharing. One of them, First uh, Corinthians 16:2. Now, if you just take this little section of a verse, um okay, here's here's your doctrine for the week. It says this, 1 Corinthians 16:2. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper. Okay, and so the pastor takes that and says, see, on the first day of the week, it's Sunday. Now we're going to take collections. We're going to take the offering. Um, and so that's all for, um, the, all that money is going to go to this church. There's context here. 
Imagine that context. We'll use that word a lot here on the podcast because it's so important. But he starts off, Paul starts off actually saying, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must also do. On the first day of the week, let each of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there be no collections when I come. And when I come, whomever you approve by your letters, I will send to bear your gifts, your gift to Jerusalem. And he adds, but if it is fitting that I go, also they will go with me. So this is, Paul had, um, this is something that's going on to help the church in Jerusalem, to help the, the people of Jerusalem. Paul is asking, well, ordering here, it says, the churches of Galatia, the people who lived in Galatia, and the people who lived in Corinth, to store up some things so that he can help the people in Jerusalem. And so he's, it's a, it's a one-time gift, but he's saying it's, it's going to be easier if every week you guys bring some stuff and, and store it up, and then when I get there, I can take that stuff when I go to Jerusalem. And, and instead of like when I arrive, I'm going to have to make a big, you know, have a big giving pledge and have everybody, you know, at that time. It's just going to be easier if in advance you guys will just do this. So it's he's not saying that this is an ongoing thing that on Sunday mornings churches should give, uh, should have offerings taken up. It's just a, <laughs> it was a it was a one time um, thing where he wanted to help the church in Jerusalem. That's really all that that was all about. But we make it into so much more. Isn't that something? So what you're saying here is if somebody just gets stuck, and this happens a lot, you just get stuck on a verse or two, here's what they're going to look at. Verse 2, 1 Corinthians 16, on the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. I mean, a lot of people will just stop there and make some assumptions, try to figure out what is that verse saying? Well, Paul isn't writing in verses. <laughs> right. We don't talk in verses. We, we So he, he goes on to explain, I'm going to be coming through. Let's save some time, have it ready to go. Uh, hopefully I can stay there longer if the Lord permits. But, you know, a lot of people, because of some tradition or a certain mindset, they're just assuming that they're talking about, oh, we should give every Sunday. And that, that isn't what Paul was saying at all in this scenario. Right. As he's saying that he may even, you know, a few verses down, he may even, he's going to pass through, but he, he may remain, but he might, he might even spend the winter with them. So, I mean, it's not like, <laughs> I mean, there's just all this context that shows that it's not what this one little section of a sentence uh, means, but we can sure pluck out a, you know, a, a sentence or a verse or part of a sentence or verse, and, and we can make it mean what it doesn't mean <laughs> the, ch the church is really good at that and so that's again that's one of these things one of the reasons why we're doing this series just to highlight some of these things cap i know there's some other things in luke that we want to get to as well well joel i was a part of um a belief system for many years and they made a big deal out of the you know the more you give the more you'll get back when it came to even finances and they'll Take a verse like Luke 6.38, for example. Just try and jump into this verse and make something out of it that isn't really there. And here's what Jesus said. Give and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. 
for by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Or as another version says, for with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So give and then you, you'll be given back to, you know, God, God will make that happen. But there's an entire context here in, in Luke chapter six. And I think you have to back up uh, a number of verses from Luke 6:38, and, you know, at least at least another 10 verses or so and find out the context of what Jesus is doing here. It's really kind of a uh, another version of, of the Sermon on the Mount, which we've talked about. A lot about it's it's um, Jesus communicating some law-based things to Jewish people to try to help them to realize the significance of of the need for grace, the need for a savior, and Jesus would be that that savior because the law wasn't going to give them what they needed, no matter how well they tried to keep it. Um, but Jesus said a number of different things. But let me just back up a few verses here, Joel. Jesus said, you know, if you if you give to those from whom you expect to receive, what, cre- what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners can do that. If you love those who love you, big deal. Sinners can do that too. And then he, he says this. He says, love your enemies, do good, lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is is uh, kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Well, that, that's a pretty tall order right there. I mean, verse 36 of Luke 6. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoa, I'm supposed to be as merciful as God is? Uh, that's quite a standard to try to reach, and mm-hmm. nobody has ever done that. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And do not condemn, and then you will not be condemned. Forgive, and then you'll be forgiven. So there again is law-based stuff. If you do this, then God will do this. Quid pro quo. It's not the gospel. It was an old way of doing things under the law, perhaps. And that's where Jesus started to say, give and it will be given to you. And I've already read that, Luke verse 38, uh, Luke 6 verse 38. Uh, I think one, one point that I would make out of this, Joel, is how is it that we can lend or give not expecting anything in return, as Jesus said, and then suddenly in verse 38, start giving with the purpose and motivation of getting something back. Hmm. It doesn't jive. It doesn't mesh here. And so it's so easy to, again, pluck a verse out of context and try to make it into something that it's not. Right. Yep, it is. And you're looking at the the greater context here, and it's just awesome how you're showing how, one, this was part of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is not, this is not... And I know people argue with this, but we've done plenty of podcasts on this. But this is not a teaching for the church anyway. It's a teaching for those who are under the law, and it's for the for the Jewish people. But even if you look at the immediate context, these verses, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Well, those first three things that Jesus said there, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. And so, if I don't want to be judged, then I shouldn't judge. And if I don't want to be condemned, then I shouldn't condemn. If I want to be forgiven, then I should forgive. Well, in Christ, we're not judged. There is no condemnation, Paul says, for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's the same word for judge 
and then condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. We're already not condemned. It's not because we don't condemn others, even though, you know, we don't have any business condemning other people because we've received such great uh, such a great forgiveness. Forgive and you will be forgiven, Jesus says here. We've, of course, we know that we've already been forgiven of all sins for all time. And so our forgiveness from God has not been dependent upon us forgiving other people. It's been on the basis of the cross of Jesus Christ, the, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Therefore, having been justified by the, we've been justified by the blood of Jesus, Paul said. And so all of a sudden, give and it will be given to you. Like you say, it's not a quid pro quo. It's not God doing something for us because we've done something for him. This is old testament talk this is for people who are under the law not for people who are in christ already and so you know we you can we can try to again pluck a verse out give and it will be given to you and we're completely missing what it's all about we've completely missed the point and so what does it mean what does paul mean when he talks about giving freely without obligation not under compulsion but freely. I mean, if you're giving because you feel that you're required to give, that you have to give, that's not free giving. That's not giving freely. That's giving out of obligation. So next week on the podcast, we'll talk about giving freely without obligation, really the way that giving is under the new covenant. This is the Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.